Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, September 1st. U.S. equity futures are rallying this morning. You have S&P futures up 11 points. That's 25 basis points. Dow futures are up 100 points. That is about 30 basis points. Then you have NASDAQ futures up 15 points or 10 basis points in Europe. The major indices are up about 20 basis points. You're seeing strong outperformance in a lot of these cyclical groups. So basic resources, chemicals, financials and energy. Energy is up nearly 2%. And you're seeing underperformance in real estate utilities. And then autos are very weak in Europe also. So the auto sector is down over a percent. Asia generally saw gains. You had the Nikkei rally about 30 basis points. The Shanghai comp rallied 43 basis points. India is up nearly a percent. uh, And Hong Kong was closed today. So a few moving pieces this morning. Starting in China, you had for the second time in as many days, an upside manufacturing economic report. So the Cation manufacturing PMI came in ahead of expectations. This follows the MBS PMI Wednesday night, Thursday morning, which also came in ahead of expectations. So some small green shoots in the Chinese manufacturing economy. You saw um, yesterday they took action on mortgages. So they lowered mortgage rates, they um, lowered down payment requirements. And then um, this morning, they reduced the reserve requirements on FX in an attempt to uh, boost the yuan. So continuing to pull various different stimulus levers, you know, I continue to think in the very near term, um, you have favorable technicals regarding China. So you still have very negative sentiment, um, thin positioning. You are seeing some improvement on the growth front. So, um, you know, again, we're we're far from the days of uh, of yesteryear where you had you know very strong growth in China, but you're certainly seeing a stabilization um, after several months of tepid action on the manufacturing front. Um, and, and then there are efforts to kind of at least slow the deterioration in the geopolitical relationship with the U.S. You just had the Commerce Secretary come back from China; she was the latest high-profile um, U.S. official to visit China. You possibly could get a Xi. Biden meeting at the APEX summit coming up in November um, in San Francisco. So I think you have uh, cyclical tailwinds in China in the very near term, but all of the secular headwinds facing the country, you know, regarding too much debt, property imbalances, poor demographics, decoupling with the U.S., et cetera, et cetera, those are all very, very legitimate and are going to stay um, headwinds for years to come. So that's the China situation. On earnings, the results out last night in the U.S. generally were were positive. Um, Dell was probably the major highlight of the large caps. Very strong results, very strong guidance. Um, I have more details in the piece and I sent around a separate update last night, but Dell is one of the larger beneficiaries of AI, surprisingly. Um, you know, they're really seeing strong demand for certain servers, certain workstations um, with because of AI tailwinds. Uh, Broadcom had decent results, relatively in line on revenue, in line revenue guidance for the most part. Their AI related ships are doing very well, but it's being offset by weakness elsewhere in um, in the business. Lululemon was positive, modest upside. Uh, they boost they boosted guidance for the full year, not dramatically, but decent, healthy report out of that company. Um, there were a few other smid cap tech names that were very strong. Um, and then a couple of other highlights, which I have in the piece um, for earnings last night. But in general, decent decent round of uh, July and results last night in the U.S. Um, auto stocks are very weak in in Europe. Like I said earlier, 
You had Tesla come out and cut prices on certain models, so continuing to uh, raise concerns about increased price competition in the industry. And then you also have this, you know, huge labor risk coming up with GM, Ford, Stellantis in the U.S. So the UAW filed a complaint against GM and Stellantis overnight, um, alleging that they're not negotiating um, in good faith or answering the UAW requests in a timely manner. That contract expires on September 14th, so just a couple of weeks. Does not seem like they're making a ton of progress. Um, so that's certainly something that is going to become a bigger topic of conversation going forward. Uh, and those are the major highlights for today in terms of news flow on the calendar. Obviously, the jobs report at 8.30 is going to be very much in focus. I sent around a separate preview on that yesterday, so take a look at it um, up on the website. And you also get the manufacturing ISM at 10 a.m. for um, August. That will be uh, watched also. No earnings are scheduled today. Um, just quickly looking into next week, you know, as we um, enter the final month of the quarter, that is usually the heaviest period of sell-side conferences. So there's no, uh, that's going to be the case now going forward. So next week and then the week after, you have a ton of sell-side conferences. You're going to see a slew of management teams speaking to investors, giving updates on how Q3 is unfolding. Um, so you have a lot next week. That's probably going to be the major highlight. I think just a variety of different companies commenting on the environment. Um, there's really nothing too dramatic on the macro calendar next week. Um, and then just quickly looking into the following week. So the, um, so the week of the 11th, you have a lot of big events. So the Barclays Financial Services Conference, so you're going to start to hear from all the major bank executives. Jamie Dimon speaks on that Monday, the 11th. You have a lot of others as well. House comes back into session on the 12th. Remember, there's um, you know a shutdown risk at the end of September. Um, you also have potential Biden impeachment. You have potential now issues with the leadership among Senate Republicans with McConnell. ECB is on the 14th, um, and then that auto contract expires on the 14th as well. So the week of the 11th is shaping up to be a pretty important one. Um, for next week, I think, like I said, it's going to be mostly the sell-side conference presentations that will probably get the most attention. And that is everything for today, Friday, September 1st. Thank you for listening.